All right, good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Depending on the time you're listening to this or watching this, today is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. And the reason why I decided not to do a, an episode yesterday was because there was so much breaking news coming out at once in terms of what was happening all around the world, not just with COVID and all that stuff, like in terms of uh, military and things like that. I decided to wait to let it all rack up. And it turns out that it was worth it because up until like five minutes ago, I was getting all kinds of alerts. So we're going to jump into a lot of things here. We're going to cover all the important things of the last three to four days. So first off, uh, again, this is global, by the way. Biden ordered a study on the size of the Supreme Court and also plans a withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan by the 9-11 anniversary this year. Okay, so when it comes to expanding the Supreme Court, let's start with that. In terms of withdrawing troops from Af Afghanistan, honestly, like I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in support of withdrawing troops when it's not needed in certain areas of the world. And again, I'm not American, so I'm not pretending to be an American or, or what have you. But um, there are Canadian troops there with, with the American troops. And basically, Biden is doing what Trump said here. We're, I'm not even trying to place both sides here or try to, you know, side with one or the other. From what I see, unless I'm missing context here, this is exactly what happened. Biden said they're going to withdraw. They will withdraw, right? Um, and so I... I guess that's good because especially if the troops there, actually, I know that's good if the troops are just basically standing there, uh, you know, with their dick in their hands, you know what I mean? So I think it's important to uh, to be able to come home, you know, see their families and things like that instead of doing, you know, two, three month tours and then coming back and this and that and what have you. Um, now, with that being said, though, I do want to say the other way around that. If there is a militaristic uh, and strategic strategy and necessity to stay there, then it should be important to keep some troops there. But again, it's very, it's very conflictual. You know, you have one uh, one side of the argument, basically saying, you know, we should get out all, uh, out of all of these foreign wars, and to an extent, I agree with that. But then the other side is that you know, in order to maintain some type of balance and peace and all that. We should keep some soldiers there. But here's the thing. We got to think about the soldiers themselves. We have to think about the soldiers' families. And on top of that, we also have to think, is there really a strategic benefit to staying in Afghanistan? Now, I'm not an expert on the whole situation in Afghanistan. What I'm trying to do here is just play it down the middle because I can definitely see the perspective of both sides. Now, regarding um, the uh, study on the, on the size of the Supreme Court, I... I I don't think this is a good thing. Expanding the court, like, what are you going to do? Just keep expanding the court over and over and over again whenever, you know, people are upset or something like this. Now, ultimately, though, th there is a, a, a large amount of conservative judges, not just on the Supreme Court, but on the Ninth Circuit and, and all that. And look, it's... To expand the court, I don't know personally where I stand on it. I can understand if you want to open a committee to look into it, but I mean... I don't I don't know. Honestly, like I think that the court is good the way it is now. I think it's a good number just in my humble opinion. I'm not a legal scholar by any stretch of the metric, but I think ultimately when we look at that, it's uh, I think the more the more you throw in there in terms of judges, I think the worse it's going to get. It's just going to get more controversial and then it'll become something like a, a a federal judge version of culture wars if that makes sense. And you might be thinking, "Dave, what the hell are you saying?" But I just think it's going to turn into just a, a, a battle and fighting match. And then there's going to be all these hearings and, you know, Senate hearings and committees and da, da, da. It's not going to do anything. You know what I mean? I would dare to argue the Supreme Court is one of the last final standing, um, I guess we could say, arbiters of, of legal truth and, and morality to, to the extent in which we understand publicly. So I, I think expanding it, in my humble opinion, is 
not not exactly the best thing to do, particularly at this point in time. But again, like when Mitch McConnell put all those judges in there with Trump, when when he did that in the last four years, it's political strategy. I mean, like, I'm not trying to even sound like a jackass or whatever, but Trump got in. He won. Very simple. Turned out that they had power. They appointed a bunch of judges. Done. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say at this point, honestly. The next thing is that um, Putin allegedly banned same-sex marriages and trans people uh, adopting children in Russia. So, okay, so he basically passed a law that said transgender couples cannot adopt children in Russia and same-sex marriages are no longer allowed in terms of uh, gay people and things like that. Now, look, I, I don't agree with this personally, but here's the thing. This is when it gets a little bit interesting. There was a vote that was taken last summer on this particular case. And uh, according to the the results of the vote, 77% of the Russian people agreed with passing this law. So this is not like it just came out of nowhere. Uh, this, This was brought up again last summer too, around the same time Putin was considering again making himself president for life. You know, I say that with air quotes for those that are listening. Um, I, I don't agree with it, but again, it comes down to the validity of the poll. Was the poll, you know, fraudulent? Was it made up? If that's the case, then again, this is Putin doing what he wants. There's nothing, there's no way around this. You see what I'm saying here? With that being said, if the poll is legitimate, because a lot of Russian people in general, which are great people, by the way, uh, just like the Chinese and the the, uh, the Jewish people, again, it's the regimes, not the, not the people for the vast majority of the time. The Russian people tend to have a very um, traditional way of trying to enforce the what they call the traditional family. And again, if this is what the people want, this is what they want. It's very simple. Now, again, if the if the vote was rigged or fixed, very different story, right? The next thing is that, uh, oh, also Russia suspended air travel to Turkey because of the tensions there. Yeah, okay, I understand that. Uh, the next thing is that, we'll get back to, to the Russia stuff with Ukraine, trust me. But the next thing is that AOC, excuse me, my, my throat's still bugging me, it's a little weird. Um, AOC screwed up big time, basically by, long story short, it's kind of embarrassing, I don't even want to cover it. But she was on a show, I think it was a podcast, talking to uh, an expert, a legal expert on the issue with Israel and Palestine. And she basically looked like a student presenting her presentation in front of the class in high school who did no preparation. And what I mean by that is, lit- and I quote, she said things like this, and this is not taken out of context, and I quote, but you see the who and the why and the how is what got us here, but it's all settlements. And I mean, it's the why that got us here. She, she literally said that, like, end quote, she literally said those words, like it made, it was just a a word salad, it was a bunch of gibberish, it was, you know, but she said the the settlements have to stop, right, okay, Obama said that, you know, five, six years ago, and then she's like, well, the who and the why and the how, she spent half an hour, guys, I watched the whole thing, she spent half an hour rambling like that, and this legal scholar's looking at her like, I, I can't have you back on again. This is the problem. They don't know what they're talking about. And this is the thing. I'm not saying liberal or Democrat. I'm just saying that when people say in general that, you know, AOC could become president or she's ready to become president, not even close, not even close. Now we can play, okay, you know, AOC compared to this person or that person. Listen, guys, there's a lot of people on both sides that should not be in politics in general, not just in the US, even here in Canada, all around the world. It's very true. Again, sometimes there's certain places where the more ridiculous things you say, the more you get voted in. With AOC, this is one of them, right? So the next thing is that Rudy Giuliani's son is thinking about running for governor of New York. 
hey, give it a shot. I mean, Rudy's not exactly in the best position right now legally, but give it a shot. I mean, if he if he can rally up the support, why not, right? The next, but if Rudy tries, if Rudy's son tries to just duplicate what Trump did, I don't know if that'll work in New York, honestly. Um, the next thing is that the Pentagon confirmed recent UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon pictures, is genuine. Um, I put it up on my Instagram, I think, but I'll probably put it up in a, a public video or something. Um, regarding the triangle UFOs. So, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because again, the the, um, the the Air Force, the Pentagon, they keep confirming, yes, this is real, this is real. But then after that, they're kind of just leaving us out in the open with it. And I think the problem here is what they're seeing. And again, what, what these aliens are seeing, I'm not even kidding, what, with when they talk with these government officials, with regards to disclosure, they're looking and they're saying, look, we're revealing these things. For example, like last year, the Pentagon admitted via the New York Times that, yes, they, they cannot confirm what this was. They don't think it's any other country or adversary. So clearly, if it's not from, you know, under, the underground, so like literally, like, I mean, you know, Agartha and all that, if it's not from there and it's not from the surface, where's it from? It's got to be from outer space. I mean, it... This is just black and white logic, you know? And then the point I'm trying to make here, though, is that this was basically confirmed and people were still like, oh, my God, look, uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are getting divorced. This is what I'm saying. These aliens probably look and say society's not ready in that regard. Now, there is another way to view this, which is that maybe society has generally accepted in the last five, ten years a much larger belief system into aliens so that the Pentagon saying this is nothing new to them. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, you know, I, I think that ultimately people who look at this will say, okay, I've seen UFOs myself, which is why this is not a big deal. Other people might say, ah, this is bullshit. So, again, I really don't – I'm trying to really get a grasp on the percentage of the people in the world, which will never be an accurate number. But the people in the world who would subscribe to the belief in aliens or, ha you know, I'm sure many, many millions of people have had their own personal uh, UFO encounters. Um, so, again, I th – I think it's relatively time to disclose something more than just confirming footage, you know, but anyways, the next thing is that divorce rates in Saudi Arabia have risen by about 30%. <sighs> I, okay, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to say about that. Divorce rates have risen everywhere. <laughs> um, the next thing is that the feds in the U.S. have recommended the pause of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Yeah, so this is interesting. Uh, even in Europe, too, there are certain countries all across the world that are now refusing to even use the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I have to be careful when I comment on this, but I do want to say this. this is, I'm not a doctor, but this is exactly what I meant and what all of you meant as well, too. When we were saying, we don't know the results of the long-term effects. It's true. We don't. We honestly don't. We don't know the results. Therefore, I mean... How are we going to do this? You know what I'm saying? How, how, how can you expect people to take it when you don't know the results of the long-term results? Simple. Simple, right? And I know the whole thing is, well, we got to get back to work and this and that. There's a lot of interesting things happening all around the world where there are no vaccines and, you know, people are okay. But at the same time, too, because, you know, it's YouTube and I have to, I do want to play both sides. Um, I mean, ultimately, look, there are some people that have gotten very, very sick from it. And we have to be, again, understanding of this. Again, whether it's COVID or whether it's a very bad version of something that's been labeled COVID, we don't know. You know what I mean? Either way, though, people are getting sick. But, again, it's all 
it's all up in the air. So I want to be careful because of YouTube also. I don't want to make any comments. Again, I want to let this play out. Two weeks ago, no one knew about the Johnson & Johnson possible blood clotting side effects and stuff like that. This is what I'm saying. Time will tell, which is why I don't want to give an official final opinion just yet, right? The next thing is that police have been called to Megan uh, and Harry's California mansion nine times since last July. Now, I don't normally report on this type of soap opera stuff, even though I did a rant on Megan like three weeks ago, stupidly. But, <laughs> but I, the reason why I bring this up is because Harry's response to the police constantly being called to their home with regards to security issues, because now they have their own private security. They were, you know, Megan specifically was complaining they don't have the top tier security that, you know, the royal family has and what have you. Here's the thing, guys. The reason why I bring this up is because whether or not this is a bullshit statement, I have a small, small, to the smallest degree, amount of respect for what Harry said here. Now, let me make this clear. Harry, if you told me, Dave, what, if you had a choice to sit down with anyone in the royal family and just shoot the shit, who would you pick? Honestly, I know people don't like him, but if I had to pick, I guess, you know, the lesser of all the evils, it would probably be Harry. Yeah. It would probably be Harry because because Harry seems like I honestly think he know that he he knows that his that his grandmother killed his mother. Uh, am I, yeah, does that? Yeah, his mother was Diana, right? Yeah, okay. I think he knows that and he wanted nothing to do with it. Now, Harry's quote was, I inherited being a royal and so I must inherit the risks now that my security is not what it was. That's what I mean. I mean, if he's being authentic, then honestly, I somewhat respect him for that. He's admitting, listen, I got to deal with my own shit. I still have a great life. I live in a mansion in California. But if, if you know, there's security issues, I inherited this. I became a celebrity just because of the family I was born into. So I got to live with it and I got to deal with it. Look, you know what? I would dare to argue, again, I say this carefully, that's the answer of, you know, an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Considering he's, you know, he was pampered his whole life, though. Again, I'm not forgetting that, but... Anyways, that's enough of that. The next thing is that someone criticized AOC on Twitter and no joke, a cop showed up to their door intimidating them. Literally, like I'm not even kidding, a cop showed up. <sighs> How is this any different from a mobster? That's all I'm going to say to that. How is this any different, right? The next thing is that Matt Gates was denied a visit with Trump. Yeah, I mean, Matt Gates is in some very deep shit, especially if he's... The, the problem with the story so far is this. He's saying that he's being extorted, but in order to be extorted, you have to have, like, you have to have done something that will be embarrassing publicly. You know what? I, that's extortion. You don't want, like, you, you know what I'm saying here? If he was innocent, then how the hell, like, then how the hell could he be extorted? What, you're going to extort somebody for something that, that the extorter just made up about the victim they're trying to extort? You know what I mean? And also, Matt Gates. I, I don't go on Twitter too much, but I noticed that he's been tweeting pictures of him and his wife saying with captions like, this is my ride or die. How come I've never seen his wife before? I've seen I've seen him with pictures of Tiffany Trump more than his wife. And again, I'm, I'm being consistent here just because, you know, just the same way I criticize Cuomo. Excuse me. I got to criticize uh, Matt Gates. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about these people thinking they can get away with shit, right? The next thing is that a cop in Illinois was demoted for having sexual conversations over text with a minor. Jesus Christ. What's what's with the minor shit? What, what the hell's with the minor stuff? What's with people attracted to... I don't understand. Are there... Okay. I'm just going to say this to words. I know it goes the other way around too, but I'm just going to say this to guys in this context. 
to every male in the world, I don't care how young or old you are, are there not enough attractive, nice, pretty women who are, oh, I don't know, about your age? Why does it have to be fucking 14, pardon my English, 14, 15? This shit pisses me off. And apparently this cop, he got a slap on the wrist, he got demoted. All right? That's nothing. He should be fired. The next thing, okay, is that he was also going around showing other police officers in the station his quote-unquote whores. And they were underage girls. What the fuck? What the hell? What's with people? Seriously, I, I don't understand. Are you not attracted to women your age? If the, Let's just say the cop is, I think he's in his early 30s. Are there not attractive women or men if he's gay? I don't care. Seriously, that are your age. Honestly, I, this doesn't, I don't understand. I really, I gen, I'm not trying to play the, you know, the innocent guy. I, if, I genuinely don't understand the attraction to younger girls, like, I'm talking like 17, 16, 15. I don't get it. I really don't. Anyways, the next thing is that Google has shadow banned searches for uh, riots today. Basically, if you Google, um, and I tried it myself, and this is me in Canada, so I can only imagine for those in America, if you try searching up anything having to do with the riots google will show you very little or they will only show you what the major corporate media is reporting basically which is again got to use duckduckgo everybody not google the next thing is that japan reportedly signed off on dumping nuclear wastewater into the sea i i don't know i i i'm not a big environment guy but come on you're dumping nuclear wastewater into a sea i i, I don't get it this is what this is what I think about when aliens look at us and go like, what are they doing? You know, but anyways, the next thing is that allegedly there was another school shooting in Tennessee, uh, Texas. Um, I don't know specifics, so I genuinely don't want to comment on it. Apparently, I think three or four people were shot at or killed. I'm not sure specifically, so I really don't want to comment. I will get back to you guys in the coming days on this. Uh, there's just been so much going on all around the world that there are shootings. Again, this brings it back to the gun debate, and I've covered this, so I don't want to cover it again now. Uh, the next thing is that Tucker Carlson has been called to step down for uh, alleged white replacement theory. White replacement theory, seriously. Um, now, here's the thing. This is what people who are criticizing Tucker Carlson are calling it. They're saying it's white replacement theory. So he basically proposed, okay, it's complicated. Tucker Carlson proposed that, long story short, the the current academic system and all that is teaching people to embrace multiculturalism and all that but tucker carlson's whole thing is that it's taking away american values and tradition and it it, it it can very strongly be argued that that leans towards white people and i understand that but at the same time i think people also took it way too far with regards to you know overreacting about it it got to the point where basically i think the head of the adlu which has to do with like uh I don't know. It's some type of like human rights. I, it's something like that. Don't quote me on that, please. Went on um, Brian. What's his name? Ah, anyways, he went on oh, Brian Stelter on CNN this past Sunday, basically saying uh, we want uh, Rupert Murdoch to fire um, Tucker Carlson and Lachlan Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch's son. Lachlan and James are both Rupert's son who are sons who are running the company now. Basically, Lachlan Murdoch made a statement saying this is not about white supremacy. It is about uh, things like uh, freedom of speech and also, uh, you know, questioning the academic institutions teachings of things. I see both sides. I genuinely do. I don't think Tucker Carlson should be fired for this, though. I don't. 
I honestly don't. And people might not like me for that, but, you know, don't care. Because I think ultimately the second you start, if you fire Tucker Carlson, to me that's like canceling somebody. Tucker Carlson didn't say he wants to put on, you know, white gowns and, and hats and fucking like KKK, you know what I mean? And go run around with a, a flame torch or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying he has to say that to be fired. He said a lot of things I don't agree with. Don't get me wrong. But I think in this particular case, he's raising a point about the the differences between these types of things. All right. And he's just trying to say, you know, he's trying to question how much of American traditionalism, traditionalism, excuse me, should be kept and how much of it should be embraced by multiculturalism. Again, there's a multitude of ways to interpret this. So it, it's it's iffy. And I understand that. Uh, but I don't think he should be fired, in my humble opinion. The next thing is that, um, let's see here, uh, Edelman has retired from the New England Patriots. I'm I, I'm not a big fan of the Patriots. Brady, Belichick, that whole thing, I don't want to get started on that. It's just Edelman, look, he's got no one to, 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 to help him anymore. Brady's not there anymore, so okay. I mean, good for him. The next thing is that uh, Republican-controlled states just canceled ordering another batch of Dominion voting machines. Look, it's their right. If they don't want to use it, I don't care about the lawsuit that's going on with the, you know, the people around Trump's circle and all that with Dominion. If they don't want to use it, don't use it. It's it's simple, right? People will say, well, this is a rebellion. The Republicans are siding with Trump and blah, don't care. If they don't want to use it, they just signed off on it. It's done. Like, I mean, I'm, it, I'm sorry to say that, but what are we going to do? Hold hearings about Dominion voting? Do you see what I'm saying? This is the problem. It just cycles into more nonsense. I think I... I genuinely believe there are much bigger issues now anyway. So the next thing is that Usher, the singer Usher, is under fire. Most of you probably heard about this for paying strippers or tipping them with fake money with his face on it. I don't. Okay, this is the problem. The This is what I was trying to say before. The Pentagon admits that, you know, there's UFOs and stuff like that. Nobody. I mean, a, a decent amount of people care, but nothing crazy. Usher is heard about, you know, paying strippers or, you know, throwing money at strippers, but it's fake money with his face on it. And it's got like, I checked, it's got like a quarter million tweets just in the last like day alone. Do you see what I'm saying? This is the problem with society. So anyways, let's move on. The next thing, we're almost done here, but the next thing is that uh, Putin is really ramping up a potential invasion of Ukraine. And my opinion on it is this, look, and this is, this is going to be a tough, I spent a lot of time yesterday thinking about this. And unless I'm missing context, please correct me, but... My opinion is this, and it might sound ruthless, but just hear me out. Let Putin take Ukraine. Why? I'll tell you why. If we go with the with the conservative principles, the idea is, or even in general, even democratic, but look, the U.S. needs to stop involving themselves in things. And I'm not saying, this is my humble opinion, but I think a lot of people agree. They cannot be the moral arbiter of the world, but at the same time, when countries need help, who do they call the U.S.? So I'm trying to play both sides here, right? Now, if the president of the Ukraine says he wants the U.S. to step in, that's a different story. Then it comes, it goes down to Joe Biden. Do we want to step in or not? Now, I know the CIA for the last 10 years has had an extreme interest in, in the Ukraine. Why have they? Because the Ukraine is right on Russia's border. You can infiltrate, if you can infiltrate Ukraine by installing a pro-Western democracy um um, a president or uh, administration or cabinet, then again, this now gives access for the U.S. to get even closer geographically to territory controlled by the U.S. being super close to Russia. Now, think about it the other way around, though. This is what I'm trying to say when I say let Putin take it, when the sense that, and I will get to the Ukrainian people, by the way, because they are the only ones that will truly suffer, and I mean that, which is very unfortunate. But 
Think about if Russia were to invade Canada, where I live. You think the U.S. would stand for that? No way in hell. You see what I'm saying here? So it's kind of like, again, the, 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 the Russian military, the tanks are all lined up, ready to go. Some are saying Putin's ready for an invasion. Others are saying that basically it's just a show of force. But here's the thing. It's like if Russia came and invaded Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, or Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands, some someplace really close to the U.S. geographically, right? The U.S. would not stand for that. So why? So think about it like this. On Putin's end, Russia and Eastern Europe is kind of like his general domain. So his way of putting it is basically like, okay, you know, if the U.S. is going to come close to me, you be you better back off a little bit, right? And we know this based on you know the issue in Ukraine in twenty I think fifteen with the uh, with with the coup and the coup d'état and all those things like that, right? So I'm not siding with Putin, but again we have to be vigilant of the Western um, of the Western media and propaganda. You see what I'm saying here? Now again I'm 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 basically summarizing all of this. It's way more complicated than what I just explained, but both sides are are guilty i mean if i if you want to know my honest opinion it, 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 and the people who will suffer the most from this will not be russia will not be the us it will be the ukrainian people that's as simple as that now the next thing is that uh yeah nato as well warned russia over forces in the ukraine but we all know that nato is basically a a vassal for the U.S., right? Which, again, it, it, that's not a bad thing. If the U.S. created an alliance, then so be it. So you see what Putin's doing here? He's trying to assemble his own little coalition, you know, Syria, uh, Ukraine. He's trying to assemble his own little partnership here. You see what I'm... North Korea, you know, he's dabbling around with China a little bit. Saudi Arabia, he gets along really well with the prince. So you see what's happening here? He, he's trying to insert himself with his own alliance, except it's not as officially put on paper like the U.S. does. Like, that, that, at least that's what it seems like he's doing. The next thing is that Navalny threatened to sue the prison, uh, Alexei Navalny, who's in prison in Russia, um, to sue the prison that he's in for withholding the Quran because he's saying he wants to study it immensely and the prison guards are not letting him, uh, are not giving him the Quran to study. I, again, again, what did you think was going to happen when you got back? You were going to have the Quran and you are going to be in prison nice and this and that. No, you're going to get tortured. I mean, spiritually, mentally, physically, that's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? So the next thing is that nearly one million people are facing severe hunger issues in Mozambique. These are the problems we should worry about. You see hunger? Think about when you're hungry just in an afternoon. You go out for a jog or whatever and you come back and you're starving. Think about that times a hundred. And please forgive me. I'm not trying to sound like I'm lecturing uh, you guys, but... This is what I'm saying. But again, there's no benefit. There's no political, financial, military benefit to or strategic benefit to feeding these one million people with, that are hungry. So hey, who cares? That's what that's the way they think, right? The next thing is that the U.S. expects to deploy more troops in Germany, which is the opposite of what Trump did, which was to pull troops back. Again, I things are ramping up all across the board. So I, globally, I mean, right? And um, yeah, so... It's uh, whatever they want. If Germany's okay with it, I mean, here's the thing. It It's complicated. And I hate using those two words. It's complicated. But I don't want to sit here and, and try to, you know, provide a lecture on the complications of what's happening around the world. And I'm not even an expert on it. I, I must admit, I do follow it quite immensely, but I'm not an expert by any means. Uh, like, you know, actual people that do this for a living, these analysts are and stuff. But it's strategy, right? It's strategy. Uh, the next thing is that the um, China warned the U.S. on Taiwan by saying, don't play with fire. Again, 
it's hot across the board. And I'd like to thank my friend Camden for, for, for giving me that phrase, so to speak. But that's a good way to put it. It's, it's very hot across the entire board right now, and it's true. Uh, the next thing is that Iran is enriching their uranium to 60%, which is the highest level yet. Look, I mean, we'll see what happens. If Again, they can sign all the fancy deals that they want, but I'm the type where I'm always vigilant. And I'm, I, I might be paranoid. You, you can call me paranoid, but, you know, um, I'm pessimistic in the sense that they can sign all the fancy deals and the nice stuff. But look, if the, Iran's going to do things secretly, you can't stop them. I mean, or if you if you want to stop them, you better be, you know, your intelligence guys, your CIA, MI6, whatever, they better be on it. Because if they launch a nuke randomly and nobody expects it, which I'm sure people are watching Iran, Russia's watching Iran, they all are. Because Iran is, I mean, the regime, it seems to be quite unstable, right? So I don't think it'll go that far. But again, I mean, I would dare to argue Netanyahu's kind of right. I mean, he may have over-exaggerated or what have you all those years ago at the UN talking about Iran enriching uranium. But, I mean, he wasn't exactly wrong, right? So, I mean, unless I'm missing something. But, anyways, the next thing is that, or the final thing is that England took a major step by opening up a bunch of places like stores and all that again. Going out of lockdown, specifically, I believe, in London, if I'm not mistaken. So, um... So, yeah, I mean, look, we'll, we'll see what happens, right? That That's the other thing. We'll see what happens there. And if, if you know, the alleged cases spike and what have you, like, again, like I said, every uh, guys, everything's a mess right now. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, that's it for today. Thank you for, for if you watched or listened to uh, this far in, thank you for, um, for listening and watching for this long. And we'll catch all of you for tomorrow's news or much later today for a uh, members episode, public, and then we'll be doing a live stream tonight. Cheers.